All right, everybody, what is going on? This is episode 550 of the First and Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football, and today is going to be a twofer. We're going to talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons, but we're going to kind of piggyback off of what I said last episode about the front office, and we're going to talk about a little bit more down the road. Could this be long-term success? Why do I think it can be? And I think we as Falcons fans are in it for the long haul. I think we're going to have something really special here. So I know that a lot of people may not want to hear this. There's probably a lot of, you know, stuff that could be, uh, let's say, unusual because you don't hear this type of stuff when it comes to the Falcons. But I feel like this is going to be the way. So we're going to talk about that. And also uh, we're going to talk some uh, Georgia Southern football. Our quarterback, Calvin Trees, had a pro day. I'm going to give you my thoughts and opinions about that pro day and um, what I think about him possibly making it to the NFL. So we're going to cut cut into all of that. If this is your first time here, welcome. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. I'm also on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Uh, thank you guys for a phenomenal week. I mean, it's Friday. It's time to fall back a little bit. Usually on Fridays, I don't make a long episode, but it's going to be a twofer on this episode, so it may be like a normal episode, but we're going to tough right, get right through it, and um, we're going to make the most of the content. Um, but you guys have been excellent, great week. Viewership is up, um, you know, listenership is up. I mean, you guys are amazing, and I cannot thank you guys enough. Later on, if I can get it up and running, I'll probably do another episode, a bonus episode about what I got in store for you guys. Still in the works of doing that, been working on that pretty much part of the day. Um, but definitely by Monday, it should be up. So that will be the 27th, I think. Uh, I think the 27th. It should be up then. And uh, hopefully you guys will uh, enjoy, you know, what I got in store for you guys. Because it, it's a really big deal and I'm really excited about it. So we'll get into that at the time being. But thank you guys for coming by. So let's go ahead and talk about Georgia. Not, I'm sorry. Let's get into talking about Atlanta Falcons first. Um. Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot. Now, one thing that we don't talk about, now I haven't heard many people talk about either, is like, you know, there's a lot of moving and shaking going around in the NFL at times. Coaching staffs, GMs, you know, all types of other personnel, all this, all these other things go along. But when you look at Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith, both of these guys are in their early 40s. You know, I think Terry Fontenot was born in 80 and Arthur Smith was born in 82. And this is like their first time really getting into these positions. Um, you know, Terry Fontenot was assistant general manager before being a uh, general manager. Now he was a pro director of pro scouting, which I feel like he's been doing very good at. Also was a regular, uh, well, he's just a normal scout back in 2003 to 2012. So his eye of talent is really well documented. I mean, he's been doing it for over 20 years and uh, you, you cannot do nothing but respect the, the eye of talent that he's had based on when you look at some things throughout the New Orleans Saints situation, you know, I don't like to talk about them that much, but when you see what he done in the first two years with the Falcons, I mean, you, you see it. It's like really good, you know, you know, scouting and good players that we bought in. And you look at Arthur Smith, he's um only 40 years old. He's a fairly young, goodness, he's, he's fairly young uh, coach. I didn't know he was 40. I thought he was a little bit older than that. Uh, he coached a little bit at North Carolina, a graduate assistant, been all over the NFL, parts of uh, the, you know, the the college rankings at Ole Miss. Uh, 
Redskins, Tennessee Titans, and you go back to the Atlanta Falcons. So he's been around for a while. So um, a lot of, you know, experience there as well. But with these guys having their first shot at these positions, I think we're going to be in it for the long haul. I don't think these guys are going to go anywhere anytime soon. The only way that happens if this team that they're trying to build just falls completely off a cliff. And based on what the moves that they're making, I don't see that happening. I don't think this is going to be a situation where Arthur Blank is going to be like, yeah, we're going to, you know, go in a different direction. You know, I, I just don't see that. I mean, you made the best out of a bad situation the first two seasons, and now you're starting to get yourself together where um, you're getting the team in order where you want it to be. You're probably going to see a lot of success. And I'm not saying that because I am a homer. I love the Falcons. But when you see the writing on the wall, they are really trying to put themselves together to have long-term success. Does that mean it's going to happen? No, I'm not going to sit here and say it's going to happen. But I would not be surprised because they're to me, they feel like they're doing everything correct. They're doing everything correct. You know, they got under the got rid of a lot of bad contracts, and I don't really want to, you know, repeat yesterday's episode, but. Got under a lot, got from under a lot of bad contracts. Bought in some good personnel, and that personnel is scouting and recruiting and and drafting good players. And you're starting to see the fruition of that. So, um, success could be um, something that we could see for a long time with this with this group. Because I mean, uh, these guys seem like they're built off of that, and they want that, and they they got the right mindset. So, Falcons fans. I know it's going to sound pretty weird to you guys, but just I think this is a good time to be supportive of the team because they're pretty much doing everything that we want outside of that one player that plays for the Ravens that we don't talk about. And a lot of fans want that, and that's that's not going to happen. I will be extremely surprised if it happens at this point, but nevertheless, um, kudos to the front office once again, and I think we're going to have long-term success. They're setting themselves up for it, so we'll see how that happens. Let's jump over here to our quarterback at Georgia Southern, Cal Van Treese, to close out the show. Cal Van Treese, um, did pretty good for himself at Georgia Southern, threw for over 4,000 yards, um, led the team to a 6-7 and seven season. Uh, a lot of people, I think it was a lot of people, a lot of people in the, in the Georgia Southern fan base was kind of, I, I, they were kind of a little disappointed at what happened with Cal Vantries. Um, but at the same time, some of those guys were, their expectation was kind of high. Um, I think he did very, very well for what he was able to do with this team, knowing that it was a it was basically a transition year to throw for that many yards and that many touchdowns and make a lot of statements throughout the season. You beat Nebraska, you beat James Madison, which was a top 25 team at the time. And you go and beat Appalachian State the way you did in overtime. I think it was double overtime or something like that. I think he'd done everything that he was supposed to do with this team. Now, when he went to the pro day, a lot of people don't really look at when Calvin Trees is a quarterback going to the NFL. Everybody's talking about the guys, the Bryce Youngs, the, you know, uh, the Will Levises and CJ Stroud and, you know, uh, Rich, Anthony Richardson. They're looking at all those guys, and I get it. Those guys played at a high level. Those guys played for big-time colleges, a lot of other NFL talent. I get it. But 
something about this kid right here, Kyle Vantries, could possibly be make a team and be very good for a franchise. I'm not sure if he's going to be a starter, but I think he could be a solid quarterback for a team. His pro day numbers, he ran 4-7. It's not bad for a quarterback. Um, The 18-yard split, 1.69. Uh, vertical jump, 29.5. Broad, I, think, I think that says broad jump. He had 9 feet 5 inches. Fairly athletic and kind of surprised me a little bit. One thing about Kyle Vantries, he has the arm. It, there, there's no doubt. I think he has the arm to throw the football in the NFL. I mean, that's, in my opinion, I think he'll do very well throwing the football. I think the only thing that needs to be fixed up with Kyle Vantries is some of the decision-making. In in college, he made a lot of decisions that they were okay, but they weren't. They, they were a lot of, I don't know how to put this. A lot of the decisions that he made were kind of head scratches. Usually happening in the beginning of a game. Uh, in the beginning of the games, you, you see he was a little nervous. I don't know what it was. It was get the jitters out. Because once the game went on, he started to do good. He was on fire at some points in the middle, in the end of the game. But the beginning of the game, it seemed like some of the decisions were kind of weird. I don't know if that was based on the play calling. Or that's where the ball was supposed to go regardless. I don't know. But when Calvin Trees was able to sit back and manage the offense, and that's one thing nobody really looked at when you talk when you're looking at Georgia Southern football. If you can go back and look at any of those games on ESPN Plus, you see how he managed the offense and was able to make plays, especially in games like the the Nebraska game. Uh the the James Madison game was another one. Um the old Dominion game was another game that um, that he looked really good in. The uh, the Appalachian State game, you know, those games where he literally changed the dynamic how the team was playing throughout the season or throughout the game, and I think that's where he shines. And for pro scouts, I think that's something that they would want to see. How does he manage an offense in certain times? And I and I think that some pro scouts could, you know, they can get those first, second drive jitters out of it. That, I mean, that's not hard. I mean, yeah, you're gonna be playing in your first NFL game if he gets drafted or or or, or if he gets um signed, it's gonna be a little bit of jitters out there. But I think they're gonna be able to put him in a situation so he can calm down a bit, so he won't have to do so much. And I think that is something that you know, can be worked on. And if it's working on, I think I think a team will get us they'll have a steal of a quarterback out of Kyle Van Trees. Everybody's talking about these other quarterbacks that are out there. I, if somebody gives a, give Kyle a chance, I think Kyle will be able to make a team and possibly make a difference in some form of fashion. And he has the he has the leadership skills. And I think that's my roundabout way of saying it. he has the leadership skills to actually command an offense and you know make things happen on the field he wasn't called the general for for you know for nothing and he has the arm the only thing is get that decision making fixed up a little bit have him watch some tape you know if, if a team wants to take a flyer on him you know just get him in there and let him learn because he can pick up on stuff really well if he gets in there and learn and, and learn offenses and learn the defenses i think a team will get a, a really good you know a look a uh, really good uh, player out of Kyle Vantries. I think this is something that really needs to be evaluated if teams haven't already. I wonder how many teams came to his pro day because 
undrafted, late draft, um, with the way the quarterback's going, you got the first four quarterbacks possibly falling, you know, in the first 10 or 15 um, picks. After that, I haven't heard another quarterback since. Calvin Trees could be somebody sixth, fifth, you know, seventh round pick, and you could get somebody really nice out of that. I, I, I firmly believe that. So um, I know I'm a little biased on that, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm very biased because I watch the kid play every game at Georgia Southern. Some things made me scratch my head. Some things made me pull my hair out. But all in all, I watched him able to manage an offense, especially with a bunch of guys who were not used to the offense. And that's something that's really, you know, I think that's something that's something that's really valuable. You get a, a bunch of kids who never ran the offense like this before, and have them to be successful where you throw for 4,400 yards or 4,300 yards. It's, it's actually pretty um, um, amazing if you ask me. So enough of that. I said enough. I said I was going to do a shorter episode, but it looks like it went through the entire process and like a normal episode. So nevertheless, thank you guys if you made it this far. If you made it this far, I, I like I said, I really, really appreciate it. If you like this commentary, the like button, share this podcast, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Let me know what you guys think about both of these uh, topics. Falcons long-term success, Georgia Southern Calvin Trees Pro Day. I think it's success on both sides. I know I'm a homer. I don't like some of the things that have happened with the Falcons overall. Um, I can say overall, but in some cases, like how we lost certain games, but the bigger picture, these guys look like they're set up for long-term success. On the back end, when you talk about Calvin Trees, didn't like some of his decision making, but I think he will make a phenomenal uh, quarterback in the NFL if he continues to improve. And uh, like I said, as far as him being a leader on the football field, you can't get no better than that, in my opinion. I watched all his games in Georgia Southern and seemed like he he he's he's that guy that can do it. Just need the right coach and the right team to put him in that direction. Hey, I, I think he can make a team. Let me know what you guys think. I can be found on YouTube and Rumble. Also, Inca Stitch, Spotify, Apple Google Podcasts. I am about to go play some Resident Evil 4 on my PS5. It has been a great weekend. My wife is probably going to watch me play as well. So that's going to be awesome because she loves watching me play certain games. And that's one of them. So we're going to be chilling out doing that. Hopefully you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend as well. Y'all take it easy and y'all be blessed. Peace.